right. Good morning, everybody. It's Tony Swimming. This is our 7 a.m. mindset call, mental toughness call. Uh, we do this call every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, same time, 7 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Central, and 4 a.m. Pacific time. And on this particular call, which is a conference call <laughs> that we load on the podcast platform, as this is a podcast, but it's a conference call, uh, we talk about mindset, we talk about leadership, we talk about mental toughness, we talk about life, we talk about books, we talk about success, we talk about failure, we talk about everything on this call that goes hand in hand with what you do on a daily basis, whether it's your job, your business, or your relationships. So we also have a replay number, 712-432-1085, same PIN code, which is 783357-POUND. And the call goes up right after the call, so it'll be up today, tonight, and tomorrow, all day, tomorrow night, and then Wednesday it changes when we put a new call up. And then these recorded calls will go on those podcast platforms, uh, 16 different ones from Breaker to iTunes to Apple, Spotify, and they're on there. So for you to go back and listen to them and, you know, actually share them with people, you know, let them know, hey, we got a great conference call we load those on the podcast platforms just so that you all can share them and get them and listen to them over and over, repeat, take notes. That's how you learn. You know, that's how you learn. You got to, you can't just hear it. You know, that's passive learning supposedly, but you can't learn like that. You know, that's the worst kind of learning in the world. You're just sitting there listening and then you listen again and you listen again. Can't learn like that. You got to listen, take notes. Then you got to talk to somebody about those notes. And then you gotta you gotta actually go do those things, and then you look, look back at your notes, and you talk to somebody else about the notes. You share them. Some of y'all can go live with the notes. You, some of y'all go live. You can go live with four points that you got. Say, hey, I was on the call today. I heard these things. These are the points that I got. Man, number one, or blah 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 blah. That's how you learn. You get it out. You go back and listen to it. You. It's not just hearing it and hearing. It. That's how. You know, people, you ever see people leave church and say, how was church? Oh, it was great. What He, oh, he talked about Jesus. What else did he say? Oh, you know, because no notes was taken, didn't, you know, repeat it to anybody. You're not even talking about it. You can't learn that way. No way possible. But that's what most of us do. We're like, we'll get on this call and listen, listen. And, yeah, that was great. And then you're done. And you can't learn that way, folks. It's, it's repetition. It's taking notes, it's talking to people about it, it's applying it, it's doing it that way. That's how you get it. That's how you get it in your system. You know, I hear people say, well, I've heard that a million times. And then we used to do this, you know, before, well, back in the day. Okay, well, stand up in front of the room and tell us what you what you know. And then everybody go blank. I know you heard it a hundred times. I know you heard it a hundred thousand times. But just hearing it is not how you learn. You think you do, but once once somebody gives you the microphone and say, "Okay, talk to us," you've heard me do that intro. Uh, for I don't know how many times I can turn on the mic, I can open the line now and say, "Hey, tell me what I say." You know, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Oh, uh, you say uh, it's a mindset call. You say you, you say uh, yeah. You've heard it on how many times, right? And everything else that we that we talk about, you know, it's just you, you can't learn like that. You know, you can't. And when you don't learn, you can't share anything with people. 
You just can't. And so that's how that's how it works. So, all right, folks. Um, so this morning, I uh, wanted to talk about uh, a few things. A few things. But before I get started, <laughs> preacher man sent me a long text. So let's see what he's talking about here. So, Tony, why don't you think more of us have a mindset of if you purchase something from you, no, if I purchase something from you, you're gonna be you're gonna purchase something from me. Why do you think in 2021 we frequent nail salons? Well, I don't go to nail salon. <laughs> dry cleaners. You know what? I haven't been dry cleaning in two years because not really wearing suits. Um. Restaurants, okay, I go to restaurants and businesses and many other businesses habitually keeping food in their mouths and their families, but we refuse to demand that they patronize our business. If they like the products or services that we have, at least doing segregation, it was forced on many of us to do business with one another. So folks need to start leaving any business or even a church where you have habitually given money and even tied to that business has not reciprocated. Is that? Mm. Okay. All right. Uh, So you said, Tony, I'm not saying we should only do business with someone who does business with us. I'm saying many businesses that we frequent don't even know that we are in business, and that business should be open to trying to have, trying what you have, if they're not, stop going to that business or even that church. Hmm. All right, you said a lot there, man. Well, when I was going to the cleaners, he did buy from me. I made sure that he bought something from me. <laughs> I made sure of that. All right. Uh, let's see. Restaurants. You know what? I don't even know the owners. I see. I don't go to like to little neighborhood restaurants. Uh, but I'm sure some of us on this call does. Um, what else is here? Church. Now, that's that's interesting there because I guess, well, you know, I, that's interesting because if you got a church and it's, you know, I don't know, 100, 200 people in there that, that has a business, then you at the church got to buy a product from everybody in there. Well, I guess from everybody who approach them, you know what I'm saying. That should be that should be the angle, because I'm sure everybody in the church is not going to approach um, their church about their product, but the ones who does should, I would say. Hmm. Good question. I kind of got an answer for that, though. I think uh, a lot of us, it's a mindset. <laughs> you answered it right there. You said, would it at least be profitable <laughs> if that was our mindset? Yeah, if it was. <sighs> Ask yourself that, everybody that's on this call, if you got a product or products and you frequent places, that you actually see the owner and you know the owner or you've seen the owner in there, you talk, you can talk to him, 
Um, that's a good question, man. Y'all, y'all need to think about that. Y'all give me some answers. Tell me what you think. Because I know everybody's going to say, well, I approach my people. I approach, you know what I'm saying, or if you didn't, why haven't you? I'm assuming you have that answer, sir. If you do, text it to me, and I can I can get an answer at the end of the call of what you think it is. <clears throat> what you think it is. So, um, but you know, I ran across a book this morning on the bookshelf. I was going through bookshelf, and and this book that um, I probably nobody on this call has read uh, because this book. I read, man, like, let me see, when I, I read this book probably in, I don't know, somebody on the call might have, I read this book in 2005, so uh, somebody could have read it. Uh came out in 2005, he actually gave me the book, um, and, uh, and, and it was right along the lines of everything I've been saying for I don't know how long and still saying to this day. Matter of fact, the guy who gave me the book, rest in peace. Uh, he's no longer with us. His name is Brian Clemmer, uh, and Brian Clemmer has an organization um, that's still ex- in existence. Where he goes, that organization goes around and trains and does mental, uh, does mindset stuff. You know, like uh, training seminars and stuff. Brian Clemmer actually came to. Uh, I actually interviewed Brian Clemmer, so I got some of that stuff on the Elite Team site. Some of y'all probably have seen it or heard it. Uh, a big organization that he has. Um, and I did a weekend seminar with them. It was three days. And then I got to come speak at our company. Then I interviewed him and did all this stuff. But uh, I think in 2011, uh, man, he had a massive stroke, I think, uh, around that time. So he's no longer with us. But the book that I grabbed off the shelf it goes in line with what we what I talk about all the time and and I love the title of the book. <laughs> We're not gonna talk about the book, we're gonna talk about something else. But I just saw that and it kinda goes in line with other things uh that I wanna talk about today, which is and the title of the book is this If how to's were enough, we all would be skinny, rich and happy. If how-tos were enough, we would all be skinny, rich, and happy. Because we all know how to be skinny. Everybody has that information on how to be skinny. You know what to do when it comes <laughs> what what to do and what not to do. You know, you got the documentation on what how, what it takes to get rich and also how to be happy. But it always falls back to the question that I always ask people when they call me and tell me about a training call they was on or something that they did or something that they heard, and they say, well, and then I listen to it, and it's like all how-tos, and I'm thinking, I got that. But why are we not doing that? That's the question is always, and I don't think a lot of people stay on that question is, it's, it's easier to just write down everything you should do. But why are we, why are we not doing it? That's, the, that's, the, that's my main question all the time because 
I mean, you know, seeing like every training is what we should do. Here's a list of things we should do. We should talk to people. We should do this. We should do that. We should, we should be better at what we're doing. We should be, we should be, we should be, we should be. All the how-tos, you know, we should not be smoking. We should not be whatever that you come up with, that people come up with. But we still don't do the things we're supposed to do. And my question has always been why. That's, the, that's what I'm trying to stay on. And I know a lot of it has to do with mental toughness, mindset, and all that. That's why I don't stay on how-tos that much. I don't, I don't go with it because it doesn't, it doesn't do anything but make you sound good. It doesn't – it just – you know, if how-tos were enough, we'd all be skinny. We'd all be rich. We'd all be happy. It ain't enough. It, it, the how-tos, we, we, know, we know now. We know what to do now to be successful. Now, a person might get the, you know, tap dance and say, no, I don't, no, I don't. Well, if you don't, we could tell you in, in 10 minutes. These are the things you need to do. Now, again, my whole this whole call, everything I talk about, everything I in the, is is every book we read is okay. Let's see what what we can do to get us to do these things and continue to do them. Because a lot of us we do them and then we slow down and we don't do them. We stop because we don't see the success, and so we stop and then we we realize that it's difficult. So now the question is, what's going to make us do the difficult things? And that's, that's what I try to talk about all the time. I mean, uh, that's the thing. We, it, it ain't like we don't know. It's just what's, you know, when we get discouraged, when we get, when we get defeated, we get beat up. Stopping is not going to do it. What's going to make us continue? What's going to make us go around that, you know, go to the end of the wall and try to go around it, try to climb the wall, try to knock the wall down? You know, what's, what's going to make us keep trying to come up with those things? It's not you telling me again what I should do. Like me telling y'all again that you definitely should talk to more people or that you definitely should get rejected more or that you definitely should do. I mean, for a person to say they don't know that, mm -mm. the question has always been for me, you know, once I get the information, now what, what's going to make me do it? Because right now, all of us know what to do, but if you are not winning or you don't feel discouraged or something has happened now, what's going to make you get out of the bed this morning? What's going to make you call those people that you need to or try to find people to call or try to do whatever it takes to do in your business to win? What's going to make you continue if it's just one person or two people? A day. Because we know stopping and not doing anything is not going to work. That don't work. Right? I mean, I don't. <laughs> like today, some of y'all are thinking, boy, I got to figure out how to find a new person. I got to figure out how to do it. I got to... 
And, okay, we all do. Now the question is, what's going to make you figure it out? What's going to make you keep, you know, trying to do it? That's that's the question. <clears throat> well, I need to know another. Um, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> I need to know. Well, yeah, I need to. I, they they saying this. Okay. Okay, so I'm gonna get that. What they saying? I'm gonna give it to you. So that means that you shouldn't. You shouldn't come back two weeks from now and say they saying something else. Because what, what, this is what happens. We get what they're saying. You know what I'm saying? We get that on the sheet of paper. We get the information that they are saying and whatever the new stuff they're doing and the new things they are trying and the new ways they're doing stuff. And then we start doing them. And then two weeks later, uh, <laughs> they doing something. What, what else? They, what, 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 no. Keep doing that. Well, that's not working. Yes, it is. It's just it's working. It's just that it's kind of hard. It's just that you have to continue. You have to keep doing the same thing over and over. And you also understand that you you're dealing with people that you know who are who who are not who you thought they were or things that you're doing. And so you got to keep. No, I got. It's another thing I got to say. No, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. We just got to keep doing that. That's the question. That's the dilemma. That's the thing every morning I talk about Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's why we read the books. Is what is going to get us to keep doing what we need to do. And that's it's a change of mindset. It's a change of thoughts. It's a change of... Uh, how we see things, a change of, you know, of ourselves. It's, it's all of that. It's working on the inside. It's working on the person. You know, it's... It's the doing and the trying that sets one us apart. Yep. Thank you, sir. Phil. But it's quit. Winners win eventually. They keep going and keep trying and keep doing. Um, it's a mindset. You know, I saw uh, yesterday. I watched. Um, <laughs> I watched Tom Brady because I, I I got I got to see him lose. I just don't. <laughs> He's a winner, though. He just he got to win. Brady has to win. Just just what he did to us. I just got to watch the team to see him lose. So so I watched the game, which I rarely watch. You know, uh, if it ain't my <laughs> championship Falcons, I don't. But I said I'm gonna watch this game. 
because the Rams was going to beat down Brady. And they did. But what I saw with him was he was not going to quit. <laughs> Brady was not – they were down. But I mean, he just kept trying and kept trying and kept getting down the field. I mean, kept throwing. And kept, I mean, it's like his mindset was that I'm just not going – I'm just not going to give in. I'm just not going to – ain't no new ways of doing this. There's no new – I'm just going to keep doing it, keep doing it, keep doing it. Dude, one of the guys got hurt, to, which he should have been out of the game. Brady should have been out of the game because he could get hurt. But it was like, I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm like, man, the game over with. No, it's not. See, most people just 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 say forget it. He he wasn't looking for no new ways. He just kept going and kept charging and kept charging and kept charging and kept charging. Even though they lost. But he just kept charging, which I enjoyed that they lost. But he just kept charging and kept, I'm like, dude. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, really, it's just to see that, to see, and I'm saying that's a different thought process that a person has to have. It ain't tell me something new. It's a different thought process. And that's what I'm trying to get us to. Myself, as we, you know, as, as I speak, you know what I'm saying, every day. I had to think of, man, okay, all the people I done got lately, they're, they're just customers. They ain't doing it. I got to keep calling somebody. I got to keep talking to somebody. I got to keep, I got to ask this person about I got to ask that person out. I got, see, I have to because, you know, in my mind it is that way. I have to. I got to keep, you know. That's the thought process that we got to get to, man. We do, and that's that's the that's the uh, that's what we talk about, man. I'll tell you, that's it, folks. That's all she wrote. that's all she wrote. The pen, the pencil broke with that one today. I can't think of anything else to say. Oh. I did want to read this um, when it comes to um, what we need to do to be successful. You know, I grabbed another book that talks about the 10 distinctions between millionaires and the middle class. And when it talks about failure, this is what the book says uh, about failure, the fear of failure. It says, it is not a matter of if you will fail, it is a matter of when. Millionaires understand that failure is a part of the path to success. They do not fear failure, they embrace it when it comes when it comes and becomes and, and when it comes and they become wiser. The reason the middle class fears failure is because it thinks failure is bad. It thinks failure is bad. Millionaires think failure is good. It gives them the opportunity to learn and grow. If you fear failure, you will not take risk. And any time you take a risk, there's a possibility of failing. If you learn to see failure as a positive, then you will be able to take more risk. Your perception of and response to failure will determine the level of success you can achieve. 
So failure is one of life's many teachers. Failure, failure is life's way of, of correcting us. When millionaires fail, they learn and try again. When middle-class people fail, they stop taking risks. A common phrase of the middle class is, what do you think the common phrase is? i tell you. I tried that before, and I'm not doing that again. I tried that before, and I'm not doing that again. The middle class gives up after failing while millionaires keep going. You must keep going after you fail in order to achieve success. That's what I was saying about Brady. He just kept going. He's like, y'all beating us, but I'm not stopping. And I'm not looking for another strategy. I'm not looking for another script. I'm not looking for, I'm just going to keep charging. It says, the middle class puts too much importance on the acceptance of others. We all want others to accept us. We also want to be successful. Here's, here's a key to success. You must want to succeed more than you want the acceptance of other people. You must want to succeed more than you want the acceptance of other people. Millionaires desire success more than they desire acceptance. In order to be successful, you will have to take risk, and if you fail, some people may reject you. The funny thing is, if you succeed, some people will still reject you. Someone once said one-third of people will like you, one-third won't, and one-third doesn't care either way. Millionaires understand they can't please everybody. If you're addicted to the approval of people, this will keep you from taking risks. You must not let your need for acceptance keep you from taking risks. Simply understand that some people are going to reject you no matter what you do and then do what you need to succeed. Millionaires play to win. The middle class plays not to lose. Huge difference. Can you imagine if a football team played defense the entire game? Their chance of winning would be zero. If you feel lost, you will only play defense when it comes to your money, and your chance of financial freedom will be zero. People who play not to lose are always saying they should have done this or that. The biggest gap in the world is between I should and I did. Two months ago, or last month, was it last month or two months ago maybe, I spent a lot of money on something that I just didn't want to sit back and say, well, I didn't try or I didn't do it. I didn't, and, and you know, a year from now or something. And I just didn't want that. So I did it. Now, I don't see any fruit of it right now. It might not. I don't know. But I could not sit back and say, I'm not going to do it because it costs this or it costs that. Because, no. That's the, that's the worst thing in the world. Because when you take risks, you may lose some money. You got to accept it and go on with it. Just like failure is part of success. Losing is a part of winning. 
mean, it says here, did you, do you know or did you know that most millionaires have lost money several times in their lives? Some millionaires have been through bankruptcy more than once before winning the money game. If you want to win, you must overcome the fear of loss. The fear of loss keeps the middle class sitting on the sidelines of life. If you want to win, you must play to win. Playing not to lose will cause you to lose. Will cause you to lose. So, you know, that fear thing has a lot to do with it, too, you know, when it comes to us having success. That rejection thing. See, those are the things we got to think about and talk about and try to and, and work around those things and make it happen for us because, you know, I can sit here and tell you all day what to do, what you should be doing. But, again, if how-tos were enough, we would all be skinny, rich, and happy. So, uh, so Preacher Man said, Tony, you just answered my question. Every community that has prospered economically in spite of integration happening has maintained a thought process mindset of segregation. <laughs> like Martin told Belafonte, I, I integrated my people into a burning house. Now, you're going to have to expound on that, but we can't do it. <laughs> I got it. I got it. I understand what you're saying. Uh, but we probably have to talk a little bit more about that. A little detail. Go in more detail with that, though. So, all right, folks, that's it. Think about what you're afraid of. Think about what you, you know, acceptance of people that you're always thinking about. Because the folks that are successful don't think about that. The likes that you got to have, the the uh <laughs> I like when it, on the video I played on the page and the lady said uh to Gary V, what happens when your fourteen year old daughter comes out the room and says, Nobody liked my stuff? Gary's I'm gonna tell her, Step your game up. <laughs> Step up your game. They don't like it, they don't like it. What you gonna do? That's what Richard Pryor told Jim Brown. I know what Jim Brown told Richard Pryor. What you going to do? What you going to do? All right, folks. I'm going to play one clip here. This is the mystery voice. Y'all tell me who this is. Ready? Here we go. And I think it's starting to be, I think it's starting to be taken advantage a little bit more uh, and utilized a, a, little, a, a little bit more because um, people starting to understand it. As you just see women's sports and, and just women in business or regardless, in the boardroom, regardless, it's growing. It's starting to grow. It's, it's starting to, you guys are starting to have your voice. You, you have a place in, in our society. You guys are equal with us. You guys are rubbing el elbows with us. You in, I'm in a boardroom meeting. You're sitting right there next to me, which is for a long time, that never been the case. Never. So for me to walk into a room now and see you sitting right there next to me, it's like, oh, damn, okay, shit. Like, we are making progress. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we are making progress. So with, with that being said, do you think your role cha changes with the mentorship that you have with? All right. We got one person saying Damon Dash. That was a good shot, though. It kind of it sounded like 
Dame Dash, but it's not. <clears throat> I need one of those buzzers. <clears throat> Kevin, that's your answer. <clears throat> Anybody else willing to try? Okay, I'm gonna do it again. Here we go. And I think it's starting to be. I think it's starting to be taken advantage a little bit more, uh, and utilized a, a little bit, a, a little bit more. Because um, people starting to understand it, as you just see women's sports and, and just women in business, or regardless in the boardroom, regardless, it's growing. It's starting to grow. They starting to. You guys are starting to have your voice. You you have a place in in our society. You guys are equal with us. You guys are rubbing el- elbows with us. You I'm in a boardroom meeting. You sitting right there next to me, which is for a long time that never been the case. Never. So for me to walk into a room now and see you sitting right there next to me is like, oh damn, okay, shit. Like, we are making progress. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we are making progress. So with, with that being said, do you think your role cha- changes with the mentorship that you have with? <laughs> Boy, I got y'all today. <laughs> Preacher man can't even come over one. <laughs> Curtis Jackson. Are you serious? You talking about 50 Cent? No, no, that's not 50 and this is another Curtis Jackson. Woo! Go ahead. All right, Steve Cook. Dang. You know, I was about to give y'all a hint, but Steve, Steve, <laughs> my man. Because, <laughs> you know, I didn't say whether he was a businessman. I didn't say whether he was a, a rapper, a ball player, none of that. Go ahead, Steve. So, <laughs> I'm gonna give y'all one more chance. See if y'all can. Steve won this one though, but so he on the books with ten points today. Let's see where where are we with the points? We got Mia with five, Kenny with five, Kim with ten, Harriet with ten, Lisa with five, Phil with five. So now we got Steve in the house with ten. Somebody said that's a rapper, and I can't call his name. He's not a rapper. Not a rapper. I'm gonna, y'all give it one more shot, see who it is. Tell me who it is. And I think it's starting to be, I think it's starting to be taken advantage a little bit more uh, and utilized a, a, little, a, a little bit more because um, people starting to understand it. As you just see women's sports and, and just women in business, or regardless, in the boardroom, regardless, it's growing. It's starting to grow. It's, it's starting to, you guys are starting to have your voice. You, you have a place in, in our society. You guys are equal with us. You guys are rubbing el- elbows with us. You in, I'm in a boardroom meeting. You sitting right there next to me, which is for a long time. That never been the case. Never. So for me to walk into a room now and see you sitting right there next to me, is like, oh, damn, okay, shit. Like, we are making progress. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we are making progress. So with, with that being said, do you think your role cha- changes with the mentorship that you have with? I think I'm going to give Steve 15 points on that one. Because <laughs> I, I wouldn't have, you know, I don't even know how you could even put that person in the category of what he was talking about. You know, to even think of that person to say, okay, that that's who that is. That's pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool. I'll give you that. So, that voice was Carmelo Anthony. Melo, the basketball player, 
which I know some of y'all are like, dang, that was mellow. You want to hear? That was mellow. <laughs> y'all, that was mellow, man. Y'all didn't. Right. And I think it's starting to be I think it's starting to be taken advantage a little bit more uh, and utilized a, a little bit, a, a little bit more because um, people starting to understand it. As you just see women's sports and, and just women in business or regardless in the boardroom, regardless, it's growing. It's starting to grow. It's, it's starting to, you guys are starting to have your voice. You, you have a place in, in our mm. society. You guys yeah. are equal with us. You guys are rubbing el- elbows with us. You in, I'm in a boardroom meeting. You sitting right there next to me, which is for a long time that never been the case. Never. So for me to walk into a room now and see you sitting right there next to me is like, oh damn, okay, shit. Like we are making progress. You know what I'm saying? Like we we are making progress. So with with that being said, do you think your role cha- changes with the mentorship that you have with? He was actually interviewing Candace Parker, WNBA player, and uh, so. Good look, Steve, man. God damn, that's a good one there. So, leave with my favorite song. Thank you. 